We are live, and we got ourselves a returning guest and a good friend of mine, and we're very happy to have him back and to have a nice chat with him. He's a FIFA streamer and has aspirations to go pro, and we're excited to talk about more of the steps that he's taking towards reaching that goal. D-Lo, my man, how's it going? It's going good, man. Thanks for having me back. Uh, it's been a while. It's been since what? FIFA 20 or 21? 21, I believe. Okay. Yeah, I okay. started I started in 21. Okay, okay, for cast, sure, for so. sure. Yeah. But you're one of the, my early guests, so This is I true. Yeah, I appreciated you back then just coming through and having a good chat. Yeah. You got it. Yeah, so, you know, but we've been keeping in touch and just having conversations in regards to FIFA and like kind of like been following up with your process in um competing so yeah you know um kind of give us an update of where you're at right now yeah that. got it um so where i'm at right now i'm looking at the screen uh i'm in the elite division so for a lot of you guys that know that's sort of like the promised land or the holy grail for people to be able to compete in these like competitions or to be like FIFA verified and you have to do this before December to be able to like compete in the global series. Global series takes the top 160 players in North America. Each region has its own qualifiers. Um, so you gotta get to the elite division to be able to um, participate. I made it two days ago uh, for the second time this season, which was great. First time, uh, I only had maybe five days to, to play. This this season, I have about three weeks. So the way that it's broken down is you have your skill rating, your approximate rating, and the, uh, the percentage of the elite players that you are um, put in. So for me, for example, since I just got in, I am started off at an 1,800 skill rating. I'm ranked 106,680th, and I'm part of 55% of the, the players in the North America region that are in this division. So my goal is to get into like 2%, which is like you are a part of that top 200, top 168. So I've been able to do this uh, with a budget of $276 which is it's a pay to win model as most of you know if you don't know and it's it's been a quite the process uh, I've have a FIFA coach who he coaches a lot of EMLS players and a couple players in Australia that are top notch uh, he kept me under his wing when he transitioned to an esports organization so I've been able to keep him around I also got a, an esports psychologist who helps me uh, plan out the days that I have to work, the days that I have free, uh, my when I was going to school, study time and girlfriend time and me time to kind of take a break from from gaming so that I can rest my mind. So it's it's a lot of a lot of science. It's also giving me a diet, a workout plan which I follow. So there's a lot of moving elements into going into this professional scene. Some organizations provide all that where i've had to seek my own way to get there 
Mm -hmm. Yeah, I remember you sharing all that, and that's that's amazing to see. Like you're taking all these steps for you, because you know it shows that you're really taking this very seriously. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's my passion, so I want to give it a shot until I, you know, hang up the boots, as they say. Right. Right. Now, you told me to be maybe the top. 160 or 150 in NA, you might have to get at least an SR of 2200. Is that right? You say yes. as an estimate? Okay. That is correct. Uh, SR, because the way that FIFA is structured now, uh, you get rele relegated after the season's over. So by two divisions. So it's a different breakdown. So if you're in the elite division, you go back to division two you're in division two you go back to division four so on and so forth so you can't get as high as you could on fifa 21 where all the players sat in division or 2400 skill rating or higher so it keeps everything fair balanced uh keeps everybody engaged and game so i could see why ea did that because it keeps people Gates, you have a goal to work towards and you're playing the game and you're grinding so or you have to respect the grind you got to play uh to enter so it's it, it keeps everybody all the players like on their toes if you will mm -hmm. yeah do like where can you find the leaderboards of the top skill ratings so if you go into um, so if you go play like you go into the ultimate team mode and then you go into leaderboards, you can take a look at um, everybody by different categories: uh, match earnings, transfer profit, club value, top squad, and you can go then to the top one hundred, um, and then. Uh, when you are in the elite division, it does give you a breakdown. So if I go and click and I go into the elite division, it'll only give me the skill rating for uh, my own skill rating and all the ranking and stuff for me. But it won't give me like a breakdown as to, you know, where people sit and where you place. Uh, actually, it does. My fault. Um, so in the elite leaderboard, okay. Before you enter the the leaderboard, mm -hmm. it gives you the online ID and the skill rating. And like I said, mostly everybody's in the in the mid twenty two hundreds, like twenty two five, twenty two seven, is sort of where you need to be. Uh, but this is all um, this is the elite top two hundred. So you have Nicolas, which is. This is everybody around the world. so I see. Okay. Yeah. Um, but it doesn't give me a way to uh, change it for regional. It's just, just global. I see. So what would be 100 at, like, the 100th guy? What, what would that SR be right now? 100th player? I'll tell you right now. I wish... I don't know if... I wish they would tell you the regional, like, yeah, I wish rankings too, because it, you know, because you could keep track of like yep. where people are at and yeah, totally yeah. Um, the one hundredth player is uh 
2206. 2206. Okay. Yeah. So as long as I can get to gold, remember, top 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 one fifty. I can get to twenty one ninety two, I'm in a good spot. Twenty one ninety two, okay. Alright. And then in season one, what'd you end up with for your SR? Eighteen fifty because I got in it like with three days left. Like I had just I was grinding. I remember everybody started at division ten, um, and they had to work their way up. So for me, People were only able to get like twenty one or twenty two hundred, like on the dot. Mm-hmm. Um, there was only a couple of people who got to go higher because obviously they don't have full time jobs. They could be full time, mm-hmm. um, six to eight hours a day. So um, they will they were able to progress further than you know people who have to work like myself or other players that are actually. Uh, FIFA verified, and there's two of them that play in EMLS now: Giuseppe and Savvy Panda. Savvy Panda plays for LAFC, and mm-hmm. uh, Giuseppe plays for LA Galaxy. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Now, last year it was a lot different, right? All you had to do was get Elite One in Foot Champs, right, to be verified. Correct. Correct. And you could get um, an invitation just based off that. So you got no. So you yeah. had to get FIFA verified to be actually considered. Then you had to get top 200. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. You have to so, place like top 200 in foot champs or? Foot champs is more now like it's just there. It's a game mode that you can play. A lot of people play it because they want to get team of the week or they want to get, you know, FIFA foot uh, rewards. Well, so we're talking just, about back then, like oh, back then, the yeah. So back then, you get twenty-seven and three. You're most likely ranked based on your skill rating of whom you beat that weekend. So if you beat somebody like that was in twenty-three hundreds or twenty-four hundreds, you got eighteen and two or seventeen or twenty-seven and three. Excuse me. The the possibilities of you getting on the leaderboard were significantly high. And you didn't necessarily need to have a high SR, right? Like last year to get an invite for like a qualifiers? Well, it helped when you placed on the leaderboard because then that showed that you were legit and uh-huh. you were consistent. A lot of these esports organizations look for usernames that they see all the time that place pretty high on the leaderboard so that they'll be like, okay, this guy... I've never seen him before, but he's doing really well. That's why they tell you that it's encouraged to stream so that you can be uh, identified. Mm-hmm. But now they changed it all up, right? Now the emphasis is more on SR and foot champs doesn't really matter as much. Yeah, you're, you're right. So foot champs is not necessarily something that is looked at. More so, it's how you do in the elite divisions now. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. they changed it this year. It's a good changeup, but it's still the same amount of grinding. I feel as a player, there's a lot less stress because you got to play 30 games. You used to have to play 30 games in a weekend, and you have could only lose three of those games. I think this also mitigates a lot of people from DCing. You know, a lot of 
players had that issue where people would DC, they would get the loss, and they would ruin their whole weekend because they were doing so well and they would be winning, and then the player would DC or DOS, and you get the loss. And it was very unethical, and it was very discouraging for players like myself who would it would be, okay, this year, uh, all right, I'm 20-0, Let's go. And then I would have four disconnects or five and it would put me 20, 20 and five. Mm-hmm. And then I would finish 22 or 23 and seven because I'd get so many DCs because a lot of my uh, players that I match up with, they're not even in North America. They're in Central America. They're in Mexico. Mm-hmm. And it, I guess it's based on their, the, the lowest, and people can correct me if I'm wrong, it's based on the lowest uh connection so even if i have a high connection we play on their connection mm-hmm. which makes it very difficult yeah which made it very difficult mm-hmm. Hmm? so what about the when you're playing in the elite division is the connection good you're not dealing with any dcs uh i've or... noticed on the next gen i'll i'll see like a little like tab or like a like a bar showing me like the connection and even though it might be in the red or in the yellow it's okay i know i've adjusted to the delay so if there's a delay i i know i know that i can do it because i've played in it so long now i've i have had played around like 800 games now mm-hmm. close to close to a thousand so I'm a, i've adjusted okay yeah do you do you feel like you're the type of player that could play well on kind of different variety of connections like on a good one or even on a bad one you feel like you could adjust pretty well it, it has it was an adjustment i think that i do better now than what i used to do obviously every player can tell you that they do better if the connection is nice and good or they play over um, or live you know because you don't experience any anybody some people play really really good live and some people are don't because they're so adjusted to the to the um, delay mm-hmm. that they have a hard time playing live mm-hmm. well there's some players maybe they like always have like bad connections so they're used to playing on like you know pretty low quality gameplay right yeah right. yeah and that's fair and that's fine you uh-huh. know but I think that if you're trying to compete you got to get used to a better connection, right? If you're if you're really good, I mean, you should be able to play on all connections, and you know, absolutely. If you're yeah. really good, you're legit. You should be able to adjust, like everybody, like just like the good good players adjust to like patches and stuff. You should be able to adjust to like a connection. You just got to get used to it. Hmm. Yeah. Well. For like all the pro players, like right now, how much do you think they would spend to get those meta teams, like you know the R nine, Janola, Neymar, Mbappe? Yeah, some players range between thirty five hundred to six thousand, even seven. That's um, the range you're looking at. I know Hectic Juke spent like five thousand dollars. He represents. Chicago Fire. Now these organizations will give you uh, like an allowance as mm-hmm. to like how much you can spend. But like I was talking to Giuseppe, like he gets an allowance to invest in this team. Everybody invests in the beginning. 
and then they'll play ultimate team to get like pack luck or they'll do like SBCs. Like for me to be able to do what I've done with a 275, $276 budget uh, team. Yeah. Have I had pack luck? Yeah. I packed Messi in the beginning. So I sold him off early. Mm-hmm. Uh, I packed Conte. I sold him off. Like I've packed good players that I've been able to save. And I finally got Mbappe. I got, uh, some really good fodder and so i've invested in like some of the higher tier sbcs so that i could like compete am i gonna have r9 am i gonna have rude hullet probably not uh but these guys i mean they have the, the sponsorship and the, the organization to back them so players like me who are trying to like make it i gotta like rely on my own budget you know and that's okay because like a lot of the pro players that I have been able to connect with, like they've given me good like advice as to how I could get there. Some people just focus strictly on gameplay and are able to beat those super teams. And I've been able to do that with okay. having that mentality and focusing on tactics and strictly on gameplay and the personnel that I have at my disposal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because what you told us from your budget, I mean, you are underpaying compared to those pros. But, yes. you know, it does help with that pack luck. And, um, you know, it's like you could still, in terms of the squad, you could still kind of close the gap with some of the players. I mean, you don't, it does help to have all the meta players and all the expensive guys. But, you know, there's like still a lot of great players out there and you could formulate a pretty solid team. I agree. I agree yeah. 100%. Like, I. I look at my team now and it's 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 very good you know you, you invest and you do your research like i i'm happy with my team like i got the meta defense just about and i have enough going forward that i can get in you know and, and i attribute that to my coach mm-hmm. my support system it's really ha- it's really important i would say i would have to highlight is having a good support system yeah like you can be on alone on an island never seen like never seen the light of, of day because you're just doing it on your own. You're, you're just kind of battling through the trenches, but like having a support system and having the people like to direct you and guide you, is, it's so important. Definitely. Definitely. Who do you have on your squad right now? Maybe you could tell us the players that you have. Yeah. So um, going from like front to back or back to front, let's go from back to front. So I have okay. your normal, um, you know, Virgin Van Dyke, uh, Cancelo, uh, Varane, Mendy to round it off, and Allison in goal. Mm-hmm. And then I have flashback Kareem Benzema, Conte, and road to the final, uh, Bernardo Silva. And then I had I did the uh, Black Friday promo where I got Gilson Martins, I got Mbappe, which I was saving for, I got uh, Vinicius. And then on my bench, I have St. Maximan, I have Rafinha, I have David Neres, the SBC, I have uh, Di Maria, I have um, once to watch Alaba, just in case one of my center max is sent off. Mm-hmm. And I have Timo Vena. And okay. I did that uh, Adidas power-up hard objective with Bergvain. So okay. I, I've, d- I've grinded, you know, so. And I have... Uh, one to watch Kamavinga. Okay, okay. Any of those cards uh, informs? No, only oh. the, the 
the ones that I mentioned, which was the Bernardo Silva. Oh, like um, team of the week. Like team of the week. Yeah. No, just uh, I have no um, Rafinha's team of the week, but okay. I got him from my uh, my uh, foot champs rewards, and I got Roberto Firmino, the eighty-six one from my foot champs awards, where I had him in my team for a while, but he was just too slow. Okay. Yeah. How many coins do you have right now? Right now, I packed Conte yesterday for my uh, elite rewards, which was nice. So I have oh, 416,000 nice. coins. And then I still have Conte on my team. So I theoretically could sell him. And I would have 700, probably 750, and I could get that new Renato Sanchez. Uh-huh. So he would theoretically fit in my team. But I, the thing about it is it's like, you don't have to have the soup like the meta all the time. It's it's really important to get used to the players that you have so you can like get consistent. So I, I used to be like, Oh, I gotta have Renato Sanchez, oh I gotta have this person and that person, but it's important to, to develop consistency with the players that you have so you could be like, I know how to work them and I know when I'm gonna get out of them and then that's when you start to build and then once you develop that and you'll be like, Okay, it's time to Get a new player to add to my group. I've saved enough that I can get somebody legitimate. I my my next player that I want to get is um, Genoa, Genola mm-hmm. or Neymar, one of the two, uh, so that I can have like a legitimate attacking three that I could be like, okay, I got Ben. Oh, I'm sorry, attacking four. I got Benzema and um, Mbappe in front. I have Gilson Martins. I have either Neymar, Janola on the um, on the left, and then I have like a, a decent center midfield that I can do enough. Uh, would I love to have Ridhullet? Of course, but I have enough now to do what I need to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, seems like Neymar would be more realistic <laughs> than Janola. It, it would. <laughs> I mean, I would still need like even if I were to sell Conte, I would still need a million points. To get yeah. Out. Uh-huh. Yeah. But actually, Unless uh-huh. I sold uh, Mbappe, which I'm not going to, and I would get Ginola instead. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's crazy. A couple of people I know already packed Ginola from like the Foot Hero pack. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't do the pre-order in time. I did the pre-order, but not the pre-order before you got like the that uh, Foot Hero. Mm-hmm. So I unfortunately didn't get a chance to uh, participate in that, but that's okay. <laughs> I played with um, a friend's account. He let me use his account from time to time, and he packed Janola, so I got a chance to play with them. Yeah, how do you like him? He was amazing. Yeah, I'm sure. Was, Those oh elite gosh, players are really so, good, man. So fun to play with. Yeah. Yeah, but, man. Hey, but you never know, man. Maybe you could pack him. I don't Maybe. know. I don't know if you're trying to do that SBC or... Uh, it's like what four hundred coin. Unless you have Around like there. some fodder that you could use up. I'm taking a look at uh, taking a look at the uh, SPC. Let's take a look here, just real quick, since I have it up. Yeah, I don't think the upgrade is worth that much. Uh, so oh yeah, it's not. It's the it's four eighty four, eighty three. Yeah. 
82. I mean, I could do, I could do it and see if I get anything. If I got something, the probability is very low. If I got, even if I got a Di Natale, I'd be happy because he's like legit. Yeah, he's a, he's a solid card. Did you do so, the, did you get the ultimate edition? I did, but I didn't. So you only had like a window to like pre-order it to get like a foot hero guaranteed. Right. I passed that window, but, and I know that for like a period of time, you also get the packs uh-huh. like every weekend. Yeah. But this year I just didn't, my own negligence. It was okay. just, I didn't, I didn't. I didn't uh, do it in time because I was just procrastinating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, in terms of like your gameplay and your style of play in twenty two, how how has that changed compared to twenty one? And have you been adjusting to the new metas for this game? Yeah, I mean my my coach gave me like the whole breakdown of like uh, what I have to have for my formations for each scenario or situation. So I'm pretty set on that and I've adjusted to those formations and when I need to implement them. I think what I used to do in FIFA 21, I did the scoop turn a lot. I did the uh, croquetta a lot, uh, cancels. I was starting to do those a lot more. Elasticos I did a lot. Now a lot of that is changed where they're not as prominent anymore. So you could do them, but it's more about possession and it's more about finding gaps, like finding, like using the, um, was it the player switch uh, function? I, I noticed a lot of players use those now, like where mm-hmm. you do um, the manual switching with like uh, you push L3 and R3 down and then you can go into a different player while the computer is um, controlling the player with the ball so you can control your runs manually or bring your players back to open those gaps right the player there's lock. that yeah player lock there you go i'm sorry mm-hmm. um so there's that and i do notice that a lot of players that once they make their way in the box they'll do a skill move like they used to but not as much they don't spam it as much as they used to in fifa 21 then in fifa 22 it's harder because the defenders are better Mm-hmm. And the goalkeepers were OP at one point in the beginning of the game where I was like, that should be a goal. Like, I know right. that I score that all the time. Yeah. You and I discussed it in the beginning. I was like, I had, I couldn't qualify my first foot champs. And then I qualified. And then after that, I was able to qualify after that. But it was right. finding that rhythm and finding that new, you know, unknown as to like how to adjust. So I feel like I've adjusted now feel like I found my rhythm. Uh, prime example of that, it was like I was playing a an elite player and I was down 3-0. Second half, I scored four goals and won the game. Mm-hmm. There's a different focus that you have to have where I, I noticed that I go in, I don't show any emotion and every time I score, I like wipe the, you know, wipe my hands and refocus for the next play. I think that's the, also the difference as well in going into FIFA 22. I did spend some time in an esports facility in Santa Monica with mm-hmm. Immortals. Like I, my psychologist took me in, and we spent uh, about seven hours just like leveling my my monitor, making sure that my seat, my my controller, and everything is ready. Like taking the time to set up, 
taking a deep breath, having like a clear space, not having a bunch of clutter, making sure I've eaten, making sure that I've done what I needed to do, working out, making sure that I, all I needed to focus on is FIFA. And I noticed like within the first like two or three hours, like I would say things to myself or talk to myself. So he would tell me like afterwards, he would say, okay, you got to stop talking to yourself. You just got to focus, you get scored on. Just, okay, if it was a good play, it was a good play. There's nothing you can do about it, accept it mentally and then move forward. So within the next two hours, I started to adjust. And by the end of it, it was like, I only, we, I played in that block the last two hours, 10 games and I only lost once and I won nine. Mm-hmm. So I was, it was like just adjustments and different things where I didn't have that in FIFA 21, where I had professional help in FIFA 22. It's been a huge game changer. And me getting back into the division like like that again, it's like, okay, got back into it. Now it's time to work. I have three weeks to do really well and then see how I do. And then go into season three. Okay, this is sort of like, this is where I finished. And this is where I need to go. And then by season four, then that's where I want to be. Like, okay, this is where I'm at. I got to the ultimate goal. I'm competing, and I'm hoping that I have a great team by then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's interesting that you mentioned that because it's like if you have kind of your setup, your routine, mm-hmm. you know, to kind of like prepare you mentally for these games it's it's really interesting that your psychologist kind of walk you through that and kind of yeah. give you like a like a setup of how you could just be mentally focused and playing your games and really just dial in he also has me read read okay what what does he have you reading so he has me reading so every night i'm supposed to read this book, Atomic Habits. Okay. Um, so basically, it gives you structure as to like um, knowing how you can change your bad habits and get to good habits. The The biggest thing was like getting 1% better every day. So 1% worse every day for one year and 1% better every day one year. So like, you know, by the end of the year, you've gotten 37.78% better. So like if you are committed to getting better every day, you got to you know, follow different steps. So for me, it was to get better at, at esports. So like every day, I'll practice. I'll pick on one thing that I want to get better on that day, mm-hmm. and then just keeping consistency. Um, you know, and then changing my mentality. A good example that I highlighted is that um, there, you know, I'm not. The goal is to not read a book. The goal is to become a reader. You know, the goal is not to be. A gamer the goal is to be an esports pro you know mm. the goal is not running a marathon the goal is to become a runner so like mm. you start to incorporate you know i'm not just gonna play video games i'm gonna be the gamer you know the esports right. game mm-hmm. um so and and you can incorporate that in anything that you do in your life which is a cool thing yeah um but it's it's really cool it keeps me accountable and i mm-hmm. we have book club so we talk about it so that it keeps me accountable. Or if I don't do my workouts, he keeps me accountable. Why didn't you? It's like a legit coach. Like, mm-hmm. why didn't you do what you were supposed to do on the field? This like is my digital pitch. So I have to do the things to prepare me to be able to 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 to, to perform. Yeah, 
So what are some of the habits that you might have changed that might have improved your game? I have a calendar now Uh that I wrote down my schedule. Um, I tidied up around my area, my gaming area, to make it more like me. Um, There's less clutter. Uh, I... I messed up my back, but now it's better again. So I've been going back and, and working out. Um, I'm going to be playing so- real soccer next year, like in a co-ed league. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to be doing that. Uh, spending more time with my kid uh, when I when I get to like FaceTime him. Uh, spending more time with my girlfriend. Um, not just going straight and playing. Um, so developing good habits for myself. Uh, now developing habits for practicing like I used to play a lot of cod. I cut that out completely. Okay um, I play FIFA first and foremost and then when I'm like tired like I'll like do something that I enjoy like I've been playing apex Okay, uh, I play halo since I have the Xbox Series S mm-hmm. thankfully um, So like I'll give myself a break uh, if I've lost I'll take a break and and just walk away, get out of the room, just so so that I don't like go into this uh, pitfall. So I'll think about it. I do game, I do a film review on my own now. So I'll be like, what did I do good? Why did I go down three zero and have to battle back four zero to, to four three? Like, and and really identifying, okay, this is what I did wrong. This is what I can't be doing, and this is what I did right when I was against the wall, but I shouldn't get against the wall all the time like let's try not to get there and try to like be on top all the time mm-hmm. um those were the like significant changes um and then just meeting with esports pros like i'm gonna meet with jock san um in two weeks in person okay. okay um which is gonna be hella cool uh and i'm going to talk to savvy panda on zoom we just our schedules haven't lined up, so I've I've have to DM him because he works. He's a nurse, mm-hmm. so nurse life is is very like robust, where you have like a lot of different moving parts for like different hours of the day. It's like a twelve hour day. So I meet with him. I talk to uh, Jason a lot from uh, Footwiz. He he's a well he he left Footwiz. Um, he's now an unattached player, but. He's one of the top players in Australia, so he's been a. He's how I met my coach Zach. Okay. I talked to him, and then I talked to uh, Giuseppe. So th- all those things, uh, you take those into account. Um, those have been game changers, and that's attributed to my success this season. Mm-hmm. But there's yeah. a lot of moving parts and a lot of things I have to, I have to do. Oh, I also had an aura ring, which is like a, uh, something that tracks my sleep, so my coach can see if i'm getting the adequate rest and if i'm not okay why mm-hmm. it, it, it's um specifically tracks my body energy and my sleep patterns and and it recommends when i need to go to sleep it'll tell me okay it's time to wind your body down so that's when i'll get off the the gaming stuff and then i'll go read um so there's that and then they put like a freaking magneto thing on my head where it like attracts <laughs> my focus uh huh. Um, so there's that. Um, I recently lost my aura ring, so I had to replace it. So I was really upset about that because it's not a um, a cheap piece of equipment. Yeah. Um, 
I did win a PS5 recently, so that was pretty cool. Um, okay. So there was that, and then yeah. So this this journey has taken me into bounds that I never thought I could get to. Yeah, that's awesome. You're doing all these things and making all yeah. these connections with all the all the pros. Yeah, that's for good sure. Good to hear, man. That's good to yeah. hear. Well, let me ask you one more thing before I let you go. Sure. Is um. You're kind of just your FIFA schedule, like so. Yeah. How many how many hours are you playing a week? How many days in the week? And in those hours, what specifically are you doing to like improve or to get? That's yourself a great question. To, yeah, that's a great question. So I play every day, okay. first and foremost. Uh huh. Depending on my work day, let's just say I close, and my closing schedule is between like one to 10. So I'll make mm -hmm. sure that I'll play before work. So I'll get up, eat breakfast, play. Yeah. Well, four hours because I know when I get home, I'm going to be really tired from work. Yeah. So that way means that I'll play for about one hour and a half to two hours. So about five and a half to six hours a day. Mm -hmm. so if you say like five and a half, so two, so that's what? 11, 22, uh, let's see. Let's just let's just do six or eleven times four. That's forty-four hours, and then you add the other two. So that's uh, let's see, forty-four, forty-nine. I'm playing forty-four to forty hours a week. Okay. Let me do the math properly, real quick. <laughs> so let's see, five, six, five. Wait a minute. That's horrible math. Five, ten, twenty, twenty-five. 30, 35, 36, 37, 38. Actually, it's 38.5. Okay. 38.5 hours a week. But the pros are playing everywhere between 45 to 50 hours a week because they do six to, or more because they get to play six to eight hours uh, a week because they don't have jobs. Mm -hmm. But, um, and that's all they do. Yeah. And they're all, they're like 16, 17, 18 years old. So, Mm -hmm. uh, the advantage for them is significantly higher. But what I do practice on when I do um, do my training blocks is, okay, this this today I want to focus on finishing, or today I want to focus on defending better, player switching, or today I want to focus on green shots, like green timing, green shot times, mm -hmm. um, or today I want to focus on headers, or um, today. I want to better my skill. Like today, I want to focus on gameplay, playing well, and getting getting to at least 1,900 today for skill SR. Okay. So I'll give myself intentional goals to hit and then sub-goals uh -huh. for those days so that yeah. it's more intentional versus like the player who has six to eight hours a day um, can just play, you know? not to necessarily worry about it because they're just naturally good or they'll like look at game film and and then be like oh i can do this and i'll do this for like the next three hours so i have to be like very purposeful and then i also leave about four hours of film time so you add that to the 38 hours so it'll take mm -hmm. 40. so yeah so it's like 44 hours uh a week mm -hmm. times four that's what mm -hmm. 176 a month 176 hours a month yeah yeah roughly mm -hmm. 
So when you say you're working on like time finishing or headers, are you like going into like skill games? You going into no. arena or going okay. into uh um yeah, I'm going into skill games, I'm sorry. Yeah, so like I'll work on that because it gives me like the ability to do that all there. Now, are you um, doing that every day? Every day, so to okay. warm up. Mm-hmm. I'll spend a good hour. Like it's like it's as if you're like practicing before the real game. You know, right. like before like you practice, you get your technique down, and then you go into the real game. Do you ever go into the arena too and just kind of work on some skill moves that maybe you want to like? Yeah, so I work up? on my elasticos, or I'll work on. I, I really use my elasticos a lot more now because I start to do it. It's like becoming second nature. Yeah. Or I see like the space and the gap, and I see the opening, and I'll do it. Like mm-hmm. my. my like it's coming becoming automatic and i'm thinking about it less i still think mm-hmm. about it but it's getting to a point where it's becoming second nature i'll just do it now a okay. lot of the things that i do now is like becoming second nature because i play so much right mm-hmm. so now that you you do your warm-up you do your drills you get you go straight into the games like the mostly probably rivals. yes yes yeah. so now that that well i'll still incorporate that unless i don't have the time and i just need to hop in Mm -hmm. i will incorporate that hour before i go into uh into it and and do it okay fantastic well what are your plans now i know you told me your schedule and you know and all the things that you're doing the coaching the psychologist what do you what do you look to achieve and what are the steps you're taking to get there yeah, so as far as like an EMLS team is is concerned, it's it's kind of it's those teams are set. So if, as far as for me to get on a team, it's 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 came and gone. Uh, I think that they based it on last season and how high you ranked. So for example, Savvy Panda did really well. He was in global global qualifiers for each a global series event. So he got signed. So the way that they scout players now is different. Where Last year, you could go to open trials. So I, I tried out for the Whitecaps, even though I wasn't from Canada, and I got to the mm-hmm. semifinal. I got to the semifinal for Austin FC, but now that they have those established players, there's not a lot of tryouts going on. If it, so, And then a lot of the top players move around, like George Adamu, who used to play for um, FC, or not FC, uh, New York, or New York uh, Red Bulls. He went to Houston. Uh, Diddy, who so Chris, who used to play for FC New York, or New York FC, I'm sorry, he left. He wanted to play for another team, so he went to another um, esports organization. So my goal is to do really well and make live events, uh, so that I can get those opportunities next season. So I've already okay. achieved what I wanted to achieve was to get, which was to get FIFA verified. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was the big the big goal now the next big goal is to to do well this season and followed by getting signed for an esports uh team mm-hmm. and once i do that then i want to do well in the season and then i want to do well in the global series well enough so that i could go to an e-world cup mm. and once i want to go to an e-world cup then i'll retire you know okay. to do it at the age that i'm doing and to achieve the things that i'm achieving is pretty unique you just got to be really, really good at the game naturally, in which I do have the talent. It's just I'm going against guys who have more time than I do and they are younger. But right. I would say 
if I'm able to do that, then I'll have achieved what I wanted to achieve in the esports journey that I've embarked on. Mm-hmm. Well, that sounds amazing. And Dilo, I'm rooting for you, man. I'm hoping yeah. you achieve those goals. And if you do get up there and sign with those teams and play in the E-World Cup, just don't forget us, man. <laughs> don't forget for us. For sure, man. Yeah, for sure. It's a long way to go, but uh, we'll see. We'll see. Okay. Yeah, well, good luck with that, man. I'm I'm really hoping you do well and achieve what you want to achieve, man. Yeah, I appreciate that. And then just this is just for anybody who's out there. You just got to be brave, be bold, be strong. Mm-hmm. Um, those are something that I that I live by with with what I do in my life. And you got to be able to, you know, want to take risks and be okay with failing over and over again because this mm-hmm. has been a, a hell of a process. So I hope that it encourages other people of all ages. Doesn't matter how old you are to go for really what you want. And that if you're willing to put in the work and the devotion and, and the discipline and the dedication towards it, that you can achieve anything that you want to do. But it just, you got to be willing to put in the work and the dedication into it. Yeah, that's a great encouragement. the grind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, yes, that's a great encouraging message. Well, before I let you go, where can people find you with your social media and Twitch? Yeah, so Twitter is the one, T H E. O-N-E-7131. Uh, if you want to shoot me a DM there, um, I'm going to start to uh, stream again. So it's the same thing, the 17136 instead of one. So the, the 17136, uh, you can find me there. I'm going to start streaming again and streaming at least three times a week so that I can uh, stream high quality content as far as like high level content with uh, being in the elite division again. Awesome, bro. Looking forward to your streams as well. And we'll leave the links in the description below. Thank you again, d for your time, man. You're very welcome. Thank you for having me again. Yeah, no problem, man.